the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I'm so honored to be your host. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you're listening to Simply for Women. It's a great day to be together. It's a great day in the studio. I had a fabulous interview earlier today that you don't want to miss with uh, Cheryl Stauffer from Crimson Design Group, wonderful woman. And we talked about so many fun things, and I was telling her how we're studying the Book of Ruth. We are studying the Book of Ruth, and we're just doing an overview. Today is the part two of the overview of the book of Ruth, the women at the church next door on the far west side of Columbus. We gathered together and we talked about Ruth and we're going to do some small groups. If you want a download of the small group study just for your own devotional care or you want to start a small group, just email me at jennifer-jackson.org, jennifer-jackson.org, and I'll give you the study on the book of Ruth. So that's been a great, great fun. You know, Ruth is one of the greatest love stories of all time, and I'm I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't know about you, but when I was dating Doyle, my husband, he's a pastor. We've been married for 30 years. That's right, I said 30. When we were dating, he had an Eddie Bauer Bronco. Yeah, it was so cute. Green, it had like a tan leather interior. I thought that was so much fun. So he had this Eddie Bauer Bronco, and he would pick me up in a navy wool coat, winter coat. So cute. And then he he had in the glove box for me cinnamon. I, I love cinnamon. So he'd have anything cinnamon. He would have cinnamon fireballs, cinnamon Tic Tacs, cinnamon gum, cinnamon Red Hots, this, just cinnamon, anything cinnamon. And that was just kind of a fun thing. We were so in love. We were so in love. And we're still in love. And we're committed to one another. And that's what I like about the book of Ruth. She really understood commitment. She understood sacrifice. She understood following, obedience, so many things. Ruth was just like you and me. And so I want us to follow her on a journey where she stepped out of comfort and convenience to enter a land of God possibilities and restoration. Her courage And her tenacity in the face of crisis are going to move us on a journey to trust God with our own lives. You know, none of us have escaped this world or will escape this world without experiencing a broken heart, loss or sorrow or suffering. And so if you've ever wondered if God really loves you or if you've struggled as a stranger, Ruth was a stranger in the land of Bethlehem when she made it there, or maybe you've wept along the road. I can't imagine all the tears that they cried, she and Naomi and Orpah and Ruth, as they were separated and left and traveled. And 
If that's you and you've been weeping along the road, this study of the book of Ruth, it's a study of transformation. It's for you. And I love that Ruth is symbolic. It's symbolic of the romance between God and his bride. And his bride is you. He loves you so much. So just close your eyes right now. Feel his love. See how much he loves you. I want you to imagine your life and that the heavenly father is chasing you down. Isn't that what he wants to do? He wants to seek you. He wants to find you. He loves you. He dances over you. And so that's the book of Ruth. I don't know about you, but have you ever moved? I've moved a lot. Ugh. I don't know if you realize, but we're we're fixing up a farmhouse. So somehow that looked trendy and cute on TV. But in reality, it's hard and it's kind of crazy. And it's hard to find workers. And anyway, we found a grandma house out in the middle of nowhere. And it's a farmhouse. It was built, I think, in 1910. And then the original house on the farm is teeny tiny. And it was built, well, it was built in 1910, actually. And the main house was built in 1930. So there you go. Now it's all coming to me. But we decided this summer to fix up the little house. And that's ultimately going to be our office. But we're living in the little house. And I mean little right now. And then redoing the big house. And so it's going to be so much fun. It's kind of going to be a grandma farm house fun. I call it, you know, like a grandma playground. And pretty soon I get to be a grandma. So I'm so excited. My oldest son is having a child. And no, we don't know if it's a boy or a girl. It's a surprise. They wanted to keep it a surprise. So we're all going to be surprised. And it's really fun. I think about that with the book of Ruth, because when Ruth ended up having Obed at the end of the story, Naomi was so excited and so happy, and she was uh, fulfilled, and her life had been restored, and, and she got to become a grandma, so that was very cool. I'm I'm very excited. I think last week I read you the little poem that I wrote about the baby, because I've been dreaming. I've been dreaming about the baby every night, so we'll we'll let you know how that goes. But um, today we want to look at Ruth chapter 2. Yesterday was Ruth chapter 1. Today, Ruth chapter 2. And it says in chapter 2, verse 17 and 19, that Ruth gleaned in the field until evening. Then she threshed the barley that she had gathered, and it mounted to about an ephah. And her mother-in-law asked her, where did you glean today? And where did you work? Blessed be the man who took notice of you. And then in verse 22, Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It will be good for you, my daughter, to go with the women who work for him, because in someone else's field you might be harmed. So Ruth stayed close to the women of Boaz to glean until the barley and wheat harvest were finished, and she lived with her mother-in-law. Yes, she did. Well, this story of the book of Ruth, you have all these different characters. You have Ruth. She is the daughter-in-law of Naomi. They've left the land of Moab. They... Naomi originated in Bethlehem. She was Jewish. She was from Israel. And they've they've lost her husband, Elimelech. They've lost Malon and Kilion, the two sons of Naomi. They were, Ruth was married to Malon and Orpah was married to Kilion. Orpah decides to stay home in Moab. The downside about Moab is that they worshipped other gods. They worshipped false gods. But Naomi and her family from Bethlehem, they worshipped the one true living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so Ruth and Naomi have made the trek across the land bridge from modern-day Jordan to the Dead Sea, which is in Israel, the lowest point on earth. It's salty, it's dry, it's bitter, it's hot. They probably wept their whole way up 
north back up to Bethlehem where Naomi was from. But can you imagine? Imagine if you're Ruth. Here you are. You're a stranger. You're a foreigner. You're a Moabitess. And you are in Bethlehem. You're in Bethlehem with Naomi's family. This is your mother-in-law. <laughs> it's incredible to me because Ruth really followed uh, the directions of her mother-in-law. I don't know about you. Have you ever followed the instructions of your mother-in-law? I actually have. I love my mother-in-law so much. My mother-in-law, Betty Jackson, and she's probably in the top five friends of my entire life. She's been my best friend. She's been my mentor. She's been my encourager, my prayer partner, my prayer warrior. I love my mother-in-law, and I realize I'm privileged to have a mother-in-law like Betty Jackson, and I don't know what kind of mother-in-law you have, but she's really challenged me to grow in the Lord. She's taught me about prayer. I could go on and on, but I, I had to, at different points in my life, follow her instructions. Not always easy. I don't know if you follow your mother-in-law's instructions, but I remember one time all the Jacksons came to visit. They came from Tennessee, both brothers and their wives and my, you know, mother-in-law and father-in-law. And so I cleaned like she had taught me to clean. I had that house spotless. I cooked like she had taught me to cook. I made the, the pimento cheese bread. Yeah. The braided pimento cheese bread. I believe that recipe is in the Easter Heart devotional book, but if not, it's on my website, jennifer-jackson.org. But I made the braided pimento cheese bread, homemade, and then I made the three-tier layered German chocolate cake. That is the bomb. That is my husband's favorite. That is both of my brother-in-law's favorite. That is my, my son's, their favorite cake. So the three-tiered homemade German chocolate cake. I even bought Buckeye t-shirts and Buckeyes for everyone's pillow because they were coming to Buckeye land. And, you know, we were Southerners, but they were, they had traveled. They came here to Columbus to see us. And then I wanted to make sure they had a good Buckeye t-shirt. So in all of my preparations, obeying my mother-in-law, following my mother-in-law, all the things she'd ever taught me, we're in the kitchen and she says to me, what, what about the turkey? And I'm like, oh no, what about the turkey? What about the turkey? I hadn't even washed it or stuffed it or put it in the oven yet. And everyone's hungry. <laughs> so we had bread and we had cake, but we didn't have we didn't have the turkey yet. So oh my sweet and gracious mother-in-law, she helped me wash it and pat it dry and oil it and put it in the oven and we waited. And we're staring at that three-tiered delicious German chocolate cake as we're waiting on dinner to cook so we could all eat together. Oh, my goodness. My mother-in-law taught me so many things, so many wonderful things, and taught me about the Lord. And I just, I love it because when I hear this with Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, she loves her. And she's she's saying to her, I, I need you to, to glean. I want to make sure that you go to only to Boaz's field. Because he's going to protect you. And what, what is gleaning? We're going to talk about that on one of the shows. We have so much to get into uh, in the book of Ruth. But today's just an overview. And in chapter 2, we learn about hard work. We learn about humility. We learn about obedience. And, and those were some of the, com- the com- characteristics of Ruth. She was humble. She was willing to work. And she worked hard. She was willing to take the leftovers to glean the field. She, she followed the advice of her mother-in-law. Now, you have to realize when you have a godly mentor, you have a godly person in your life, do you listen to them? You know, I listened to my mother-in-law because I knew that she honored God and she was trying 
to help me. Well, that's what Ruth did. There is also in chapter two, a glimmer of romance. Naomi has realized, wow, Boaz is from the clan of Elimelech. That was her husband, family clan. And so this could be the kinsman redeemer. We're going to talk about that uh, on, on the next show. But, but he, you know, we begin to see the protection and the provision that Boaz provided for Ruth and, and the glimmer of romance. It's so much fun. And how, you know, Naomi, Ruth listened. She listened to Naomi. So, so much right there packed in in chapter two. You know, Ruth has four four books or, or four chapters in the book of Ruth. Short chapters. There's only like 18 to 23 verses, but there's so much jammed in there. So we're going to be talking about Ruth. Maybe. I don't know. It'll take us a while. We're going to cover this. There's so much good in there. So much to learn. You're, you're listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. Don't we just have a great time together? I love being with you. I love talking with you and It's almost as if we had a cup of coffee and we're just sitting down together learning God's word. It's rich, it's real, it's relevant, and we're growing and we're seeking God every day. We're honoring him. What a pleasure it is to be together. I hope that you'll stay with us because I have an incredible guest. She's going to encourage your faith. She's going to challenge you. We're going to talk about relevant things. It's so much fun to be together. I hope that you'll do me a quick favor during the break. Go to jennifer-jackson.org. You can get that pimento cheese bread recipe, some prayers, and so much more. You're listening Simply for Women. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 